Welcome back to the Electrify podcast, brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo, North America's largest EV festival coming to a major city near you. All right, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Electrify News Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Boris. And we had a kind of a busy weekend happening uh, in the world of EVs. Obviously, the big news from the American side is that the investment in American manufacturing and North American EV production continues. We had last week news that GM was putting $490 million into their Indiana stamping plant. And now we have news that they're also putting in an additional $760 million into their Toledo, Ohio plant. That is a huge amount of money coming into Ohio. That's a really great, you know, a a good win for the UAW there. That's local 14. That's kind of my neck of the woods where I used to be. So it's a big win for them. It's a big win for the area. And it really shows the commitment that General Motors has and has, you know, been rolling out in terms of manufacturing these vehicles and bringing this manufacturing back into the U.S. You know, for so many years, We've been reading really almost my entire life. We've been reading about how manufacturing of cars has been leaving Detroit and has been going to Canada, has been going to Mexico, has been going overseas. I know Ford's vans like the, uh, you know, the Ford Transit is actually built in Turkey and then shipped over here. So to kind of see all this investment on GM's part coming back to the U.S. for U.S. manufacturing and, and good manufacturing jobs. I think is very positive stuff. So that's exciting. And we've also got Volvo putting a, another $50 million into South Carolina. We've got Mercedes Benz has committed to start building some of the EQ, uh, EQS and EQS SUV vehicles down there. They had over the, uh, over the long weekend, we had Volvo came out and said the new XC 97 passenger SUV, they're going to rename it the EX 90 because obviously electric crossover and then 90 refers to the length of it. So their new EX90 is going to be built in the U.S. That's the first time that the flagship Volvo has been built in the U.S. So that's going to be really exciting, I think, for a lot of people, especially people who, you know, are looking to get into the automotive space and are now finding that there are jobs here that four or five years ago not only didn't exist, but didn't seem like they would ever exist in the United States the way that they did for our parents and, you know, those parents as well. So that's really exciting stuff. Kind of along the same vein. We have Rivian, a Rivian, you know, their pickup trucks and their SUVs get a lot of the media attention, right? Because they're cool. That's what people want. They want pickups. They want SUVs. Here are some really nice, really high-end American-made SUVs that are made right down the road from me here in Illinois. So, uh, you know, we see a bunch of those. We're very excited about those. But the real hot setup that they've got going is on that same platform, they're building a cargo van. And this is a cargo van that is going to replace all of the Amazon or eventually going to replace all of the Amazon delivery vehicles, a lot of UPS trucks. That's their goal, right, is to get into this delivery market with these delivery vans that are 100% electric. And they've been doing a good job, I think, pushing that forward and pushing that narrative forward. And they've done a good enough job that now Mercedes-Benz, who obviously makes you know the Sprinter vans and other things like that, Mercedes is now reaching across the table and saying, hey, Rivian, we want to do this with you. We want to do a joint venture project. And they are basically announcing that, that the new Mercedes vans are going to be uh, effectively developed with Rivian, whether that's going to be, you know, Rivian's big manufacturing facility in Bloomington. If you've ever driven by it, it takes like a minute and a half to drive past this thing. It's the size of a planet. So there's definitely enough room in there to build several different vehicle lines. At one point, that was the uh, Chrysler Diamond Star location where they made 
you know, cars like the Dodge Avenger, the Chrysler Sebring, the Eagle Talon, the Mitsubishi Eclipse, all of those at one point were being made at the same time in that location. So there's certainly enough room there to make the uh, Rivian light van or the RLV, as well as, you know, the Mercedes Benz vans. So it, it remains kind of to be seen whether this is going to be Rivian is going to build these Mercedes vans under contract or whether Rivian is going to develop this van for Mercedes Benz. Um, for what it's worth, I can't imagine it's going to be the latter. Uh, you know, Ford obviously was an early investor in Rivian. Ford put billions of dollars into Rivian to develop a vehicle platform that they could share with Lincoln. Lincoln is a low volume manufacturer. They're not really traditionally put through heavy use. You don't really see Lincolns that are a year or two year old that have hundreds of thousands of miles on them dragging cargo around. Maybe in the old days, you see that with the Lincoln town cars as far as using those for taxis and limo services. But that that day has kind of come and gone. So um, and Ford pulled out of that deal that whatever it was, for whatever reason, they kind of saw what Rivian was doing. They had a really good inside look and they said, now nah, we can do better. So I can't imagine that Mercedes, uh, you know, with all their history of manufacturing and uh, technology development is going to believe any differently than Ford will. So I think this is going to be a question of uh, Rivian's factory manufacturing vehicles under contract for Mercedes. But it's hard to know. Another thing that's hard to know really is how all of this cargo van stuff is going to shake out. Obviously, Ford has their e-transit and Ford has their nationwide network of dealers. And all of those dealers, remember, have existing relationships with local delivery fleets. Uh, so you know they have a tremendous advantage there as well. We're starting to see more and more of that kind of relationship advantage come into play in the electric vehicle market. So Ford's e-transit is still out there. And don't forget Walmart. Walmart also kind of acquired this EV startup called Canoe that makes these same electric style vans that are going to compete directly head to head with Amazon and Rivian. So that space, that commercial van space is really, really heating up. It's kind of very exciting. And uh, what's really funny is, you know, I'm doing some research on this and I found a, a tweet from Elon Musk from 2018 saying that, uh, you know, he thinks that it would be really interesting for Tesla to work with Mercedes on an electric sprinter. So it's kind of funny to see that, you know, Rivian, which, you know, a lot of people would consider a Tesla rival uh, actually got that business and not Elon. And, and that's another example of Mercedes was an early investor in Tesla and Mercedes is intimately um, kind of tuned in and dialed into how Tesla does things. So for them to say, yeah, maybe not with Tesla, we're going to go with the rival. I think that's also really interesting. And then speaking of Tesla, you know, Tesla's been under a lot of scrutiny lately. There's been a lot of lawsuits and not only sexual harassment complaints and, you know, questions of racism in the factory. That kind of stuff happens at a, a lot, you know, unfortunately happens at a lot of big companies and doesn't really speak to their ability to keep going as a company. But when you see things like Germany has said, you're no longer allowed to sell, you know, your self-driving autopilot and full self-driving software packages. When you see lawsuits in California and now Connecticut and Maryland coming out saying, hey, you're not allowed to sell this stuff anymore. You're not allowed to offer this kind of thing in your car unless it's full, really actually self-driving. And even then you have to maintain liability and things like that. So there are big, big lawsuits coming on, you know, coming up against Tesla, not even including the Twitter thing. So there's a lot of pressure right now on Tesla to come out, you know, actually deliver the Tesla semi that they first showed five years ago, the Tesla Roadster that they first showed five years ago. They haven't done either of those things yet. So that's a really big concern, but probably like a more real and immediate concern. There was a huge fire 
uh, I don't want to say huge fire. It'd be huge if it was at your house, but it's not huge in the terms of the scale of the gigafactory that they call it in Berlin. Um, but there was a large fire at the Tesla factory in Berlin, and uh, the locals have been calling for production to stop there because apparently there's a lot of chemicals and everything getting into the into the water supply. There's obviously damage to it, and they're concerned that there might be a structural issue and uh, you know put the local workers in danger. So all of that is going to put a negative, a downward pressure uh, on Tesla. It's going to kind of be holding it back. And, you know, how can this company continue to innovate while it's fighting lawsuits and fires and, you know, slowdowns at every front? It's going to be really interesting to see. Um, so, yeah, well, uh, obviously news on the fire that just happened last night. So we're going to be, uh, you know, kind of keeping an eye on that. I think the last update was literally like two hours ago. So we will see how that goes in the coming days. And we'll probably talk about that again on Wednesday. So once again, if you're uh, you know listening to this here, be sure to give us a like on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Electrify News, go to electrifynews.com for the latest. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Electrify podcast brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo. Be sure to catch full video episodes on YouTube at Electrify TV and follow along on social media for daily clips and more.